Welcome to episode two of Hardcore on Tour, Stories from the Van. I am your host, Brian W. Fleming. I am the vocalist and drummer of Rigtime, and I have the opportunity to go across the country and talk to cool people while I am on tour. And today I get to talk with three super cool people from Filth. Yesterday I talked to Kevin from Albert the Cannibal, who had nothing but nice lovely things to say, which uh, you can hear in episode lied. one. Um, <laughs> Those dudes are wonderful. So I will let you introduce yourselves. So we shall start with you and move clockwise. I'm Dustin Mitchell and I do vocals for Filth. I'm Zaire and I play bass. And I'm David. I play guitar for Filth. And we are here on location in Des Moines, Iowa at Lefty's Live Music tonight. And I am very happy to be inside my van with the headliner. <laughs> so how does it feel how does it feel to uh because i you know i'm sure you guys have plenty of shows where you just were the opening local band and stuff like that but now you are on tour like you just wrapped up with or you are wrapping up uh with sleep waker and depths and albert the cannibal like you guys are the headliner tonight and people are coming to see you and people are coming to you know sing your lyrics and go crazy and whatnot what does that feel like uh have you ever really reflected on that? Uh, no, not not too much. It's, it's kind of surreal. You know, well, we, surprise, they are now. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh gosh. Uh, I don't know. We've just been we've been touring for what seems like forever now. Mm -hmm. You know, so I guess it's kind of a cool thing to see that it's finally starting to pick expand, up. pick up a little bit. You know, you're, you finally, you know, you start to see people coming back. You see new faces, mm -hmm. meeting new people, see the growth and stuff. It, it's pretty, it's pretty rad to see. How, you know, how many years have you guys been a band? Filth has been a band uh, four years now. Four years. Yeah, okay. we've been touring. About the same time as us. Yeah, we've been touring basically the entire time. And about six months after we we uh, like dropped the first single and announced we were going to be a band and all that stuff, we started touring. Cool. So we've been pretty busy with that. Did you start with intent to be a touring band, or did it just kind of like, hey, let's go on tour and and then just snowballed from there? It started off as just a studio project. <laughs> That's it, pretty much. Yeah, it just started off as, as, as me and Dustin just like, eh, we're going to write some really ignorant stuff. <laughs> you know, because we're bored. And then uh, the couple singles we dropped did really well, and people were like, oh, man, we want to see you here. We want to see you here. And it was just like, all right, well, fuck it. Let's try it and see. <laughs> That's funny you say, when you say ignorant, because I remember... One of the funniest compliments we ever had is one time we were at the merch table and somebody just came up, comes up to me and is like, dude, you guys are fucking ignorant. <laughs> and I was like, thank you. <laughs> I love that compliment. I think, yes, thank you. <laughs> I think that's good. <laughs> Before this tour started, I was kind of forced to reflect on stuff. Like, I'm, I'm, the, mm -hmm. newest, I'm the newest person here for the most part. I'm mm -hmm. not an original member. But I was at an architect show a week before tour started. 900 people um, in the middle of their set and somebody recognized me in the crowd ran up to me and bought me a beer and was like dude you're in filth started asking me about music and architects is in the middle of playing their songs and I was like this is really strange mm -hmm. <laughs> I, like never thought that would happen yeah to be recognized yeah, just be like, I've seen your video and I remember your face. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay. It is favorite bands. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not, just in the middle of 900 people, somebody spotted me out, like, just hanging out, watching yeah. the show. It's 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 wild. And, like, just from my experience, like, uh, I was talking with you earlier, like, I never hear anything bad about you guys. 
ever. And well, that's, good. That, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. As people, and just, you know, obviously, like, I've listened to your music. Like, we were jamming you guys today, actually. Oh, yeah. um, so you got some Spotify monthly listeners from us. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, cool. You will get paid barely anything. But, yeah, like, ever, you know, um, just talking with Albert, or, or I, James has told me before, and I know somebody is going to be here tonight, and... And it's just always the thing is like, dude, filth is so sick, and those guys are so nice. And um, I get asked sometimes why I seem so angry, <laughs> like when I'm on stage and stuff like that. Um, but I'm nice in, in person, and the way that I explain it is I'm mad about stuff all the time, but I have to keep it compressed into 20 minutes on stage, yep. and then I need to just get over it and enjoy myself. Like, how do you guys... Uh, you know, interpret that, or do you feel the same, or do you, you know, what what can you add on to that? I feel very similar to that. That yeah. 30 minutes we get to play mm -hmm. is literally the only release that I swear I get in life. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like all the the shit you deal with every day. You know, it, I don't think people realize how difficult it is on your uh, your mental state to be in a touring band. Oh yeah, it's a roller coaster up and down constantly. You know, and you fucking you're in the you're in a, a, a band with three other dudes, four of the dudes for weeks at a time. You get on each other's nerves and shit like that. <laughs> and you get that 30 minutes on stage to fucking just let it all go. Yeah. That's okay. what music's about, too. It's like being able to get all that, all the excess bullshit out of your head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what like, all the lyrics and stuff are about. Do you write the lyrics, or do you guys write them as a collective, or...? Well, um, I write the majority of it, but this the last uh, newer songs that we're about to put out, we all had a hand in writing. Oh, them. cool. Yeah, yeah, all of this kind of... We're going through some stuff and just mm -hmm. we're jotting things down and stuff how we felt and what was coming to us and it's like oh here you go dustin here's i was going through this here's this this is how i felt we all kind of collabed around with that mm -hmm. with the newer stuff and that's cool that you know like if you have a certain feeling or emotion that you need to express and you know and i assume like you give it or he gives it to you and yeah. then you say oh i can feel that too and then you add on to it and, mm -hmm. and yeah then it just makes the bond stronger you know, the, the for biggest, the music and even the live show, if you're all able to kind of connect with that. Absolutely, yeah. The biggest misconception I, I don't like that Filth gets is that it's just angry. Because they hear it and yeah. it's just angry. It's actually kind of like sad. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot like of... You just like sit down and read the stuff that, that Dustin wrote, especially the early stuff. It's mm -hmm. like some something you might feel sitting alone in your house for a day or two. Kind mm -hmm. of just self-reflecting and trying to figure out things about yourself or like relationships you've had with people. It's not necessarily like angry. It can make it sound that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's all about what people deal with. You know, what we all deal with as musicians, or it just as, in general as humans. As, yeah, and know. I think I think uh, a lot of heavy music when it just has that certain sound that you know hits you in the gut, like like you guys, like everything just it sounds angry, yeah. of course, mm -hmm. but lyrically there can be so much more there than you know, fuck you, motherfucker, I'm gonna cut your throat. <laughs> or something like that, you know. Yeah. Which that there's nothing wrong with that. But I like uh, that stuff too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like I like it all. It's like I love dying fetus, but Fuck yeah. I don't his favorite death yeah, little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like but like I don't write lyrics like that. Like I write lyrics from real stories. And I try to get more metaphorical. Sometimes I'm very straightforward, but every single rig time song or even anything else I've done is directly from a real story that I can tell you about and say this person or that person or I myself and you know and, and try to awesome. get that release and um, uh, I was actually talking with Kevin yes or from Albert yesterday about uh, new metal 
<laughs> and I was saying, um, I don't think we did on the, on, the, on the episode, but I remember talking about uh, how new metal basically, like when I got into like that type of stuff when I was younger, taught me it was okay to be in a heavy band and actually sing about like your feelings. Yeah, because, absolutely. Uh, you know, like that's what most of it was was halfway crying in the microphone and just screaming about you know, you know you what, you hate yourself. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. I I grew up a huge Corn fan. Same. And uh, what I did talk about this yesterday on the episode again, uh, how Corn was like one of the biggest influences for us, and people make that a uh, comparison sometimes that we're like hardcore Corn and like, cool. Thanks. Yeah, that's, so, that's sick. Dude. So I, I gotta mean, stop bringing that up in this podcast. Yeah, Corn, yeah, I mean, Limp Biscuit, two of my favorite bands still to this dude, day. I love Limp huge Biscuit. influences on my writing and stuff. You know, maybe not so much for the heavy breakdowny stuff, but for all the lead and weird shit, man. Yeah. West Borland was a huge influence. That fool, was, he's so good at guitar. Mm-hmm. So creative. People give you shit if they find out you like Limp Biscuit, but dude, Limp Biscuit yeah. was the shit. I'll give you shit if you don't like Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, hey, dude, sorry that you're not enjoying this fucking dope ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> people are like, Limp Biscuit sucks. It's like, no, you just don't like Fred Durst. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. And I will tell people, I'll be like, okay, Fred Durst is a pretty bad lyricist. But yep. he's a fantastic front man. Oh man! Like, yeah. Like to be able to go up on stage and have that many people hate you, but yet you could still make a crowd of six thousand people jump. You know, like you you're must be something. doing really good at your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing something right for sure. <laughs> so, like growing, growing up. Let's start there. Like, what stuff that you guys got into? What are bands that really made like a big impact on you, or was a turning point? And, uh, whether collectively or singly, whatever. I don't really have like that. You know, everybody has like that. Uh, oh, I found this band and it got me into metal. I don't really have that because mm-hmm. my mom was like a big like thrash fan. Oh, sweet. So you just grew up with it. Just grew up around like that stuff. So like, you know. And for a while, I did the whole elitist thing, where if it wasn't like traditional, <laughs> I wasn't like about it, you know. <laughs> and then uh, it's just super embarrassing. But like, what got me in heavier stuff was like Bullet for Valentine and shit like that. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's not even that's not embarrassing because there's a lot of people that. You know, get into both for my Valentine, Five Finger Death Punch, or you know anything like that, depending on how old you are. And um, you know, I want—I mean, one of the first, obviously, like Slipknot and stuff for me, or um, which I guess you know Slipknot's still heavy, but in a way, like Slipknot's kind of become like a gateway band. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you hear that, and I mean, they were for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when I heard surfacing for the first time, and I'm like, you know, 14 or whatever, and I'm like, that's how I feel. Fuck the world. <laughs> yeah. Somebody handed me a neon yellow burnt disc of Volume Three. Oh, that nice. was the first time I heard Slipknot. <laughs> for me, for me, I, I, I remember it pretty well. I was nine years old, and I was at a friend's birthday party, and his older brother was playing Follow the Leader, and. Uh, Children of the Corn come on, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, this is insane!" And then from there, it just kind of spiraled. Yeah. You know, them fucking Biscuit, Lamb of God. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of bands like that. A lot of people, I think, like when they get into heavier stuff too, they discredit Lamb of God. Like, oh, like they're things. not cool anymore. Like, no, dude, Lamb of God, Lamb of God's so cool. I don't listen to them as much as I do, but like, if you throw on like anything from like Ashes of the Wake or something like that, like in a show, I'll be like. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. yeah, the band is so good. They can make drop D sound so fucking heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so heavy. Yeah. Um, for like this past tour, is there any bands in that you guys played with that weren't on the tour? Any locals that stood out to you, or like even I guess another tour? If we have to, you know, is there is there just a local 
or a support band that you see saw at one show that you were like, damn, that comes into mind. You don't have to name them all. Just one of them's fine. But <laughs> I thought the presser was fucking rad. Mm-hmm. Depressor? Yeah. 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 Where are they from again? I think they're from. They're somewhere in Georgia. I right? think Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, they're pretty young. Was that on this tour? Or? Yeah, they uh, played the Augusta date we had. They were uh, they were solid, very right solid band. Um, Always love seeing one less life. Oh yeah. From uh, Virginia. Yeah, Virginia Chesapeake. 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 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Austin, yeah. Uh, the vocalist, refuses to be, like say come up front or come inside he refuses to ask anybody to do anything mm-hmm. they just play and if they like if they people come watch them that's fine nice. <laughs> uh, they're they're a heavy ass band that's cool super cool I uh that's like my favorite part about tour is watching bands and uh, like yeah. you know I meet a lot of bands who um you know stay outside in the van their whole set and stuff and like you know what if that's your prerogative that's your prerogative but for me it's just so cool because I like let's say I can be really tired I'm pooped or whatever like oh opening bands coming on I don't want to go stand up I'm tired I'm like I'm gonna go do it and then they start playing and I'm like holy shit you know this is so cool that has happened to me so many times all oh, the energy where, immediately will come back to you yeah it's just like when a, when a band is playing you know and, and they just they, they hit that spot and it's it's cool because um, you know I hope that when people uh <laughs> And that is Rebecca with our cue that the first band is starting. So, uh, but yeah, just like that 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 cue of uh, getting you back into energy mode, you know, whatever. Yeah, um, absolutely. So we don't want to be those dicks who sit out in the van during the first band. So <laughs> no. we are going to wrap this up fairly soon. Oh, but, that's fine. Yeah, no, um, we, we do the same. We, we always like to watch the bands too. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. It's funny because yesterday she came and uh, gave me the signal too, so she's going to be a part of this podcast. She'll be the timekeeper. So, uh, before we end, what is next? What are what are you guys trying to go for? Uh, what's something that you could talk? You know, I mean, are you trying to? Are you guys trying to keep doing these? Um, you know, headlining tours and just keep on the road. Are you trying to work for some support? Are you putting out new music? Are you? What's coming next? We we have a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff coming up. Support tours is something we're really trying to get a, mm-hmm. you know, more involved in. Are um, you DIY in this or? or yeah, we're yeah we're pretty much 100 percent DIY, mm-hmm. um, which we've done pretty well so far with that. We've had a little help, you know, here and there, but uh, we do most of it ourselves. But support tours is something we'll try to do. Get on with some bigger bands and stuff. Um, we are going to have another one or two headlining tours, you know, this year. Uh, in November, we're going to uh, the UK to play Fall in the Brawl Festival. Oh, and dope. do a little. Have you guys been there. overseas at all yet? Or? No, the, we've only done Canada. That's cool. So that's and you you were able to hook that up yourselves? Or yeah, you don't. Yeah. no agent or anything. Or nope, that, that was all me. Right. I got a. Uh, I've made some some cool friends, you know, online and stuff. And like we keep up with each other. And uh, the guy that books the festival has been in contact with me every year for the past couple of years, and he's been wanting to try to get us out there. And this year, we were able to finally make it work. So we'll go do that. Um, maybe try to make a little run out of it, you know, play cool. five, six days while we're there if we can. Yeah. Um, and then we are right in the middle of writing new stuff right now. So we're, uh, well, most of it's done, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we are in the middle of writing a bunch of new stuff. So. You try and put it out like this year or next year or whenever it happens? Or it's gonna, it's definitely going to drop this year. Cool. You trying yeah. to like ship it to like labels and stuff or do it, do uh, it yourselves or? 
we're so back and forth on that. Mm-hmm. Like we we've had we've had a few offers, we turned them down because they were just were terrible. Mm-hmm. And it, it's always good to explore, I think. Yeah. And I think we will explore more with that, but it's gonna have to be like the right thing for us to say, hey, cool, we'll sign with you guys. Yeah. Sure. You know. Well, you guys are obviously doing well on your own. Well, we're trying like hell. It's just I, I just like it's hard for me to say. Cool. I'm gonna give you money to do what I can do. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, and there's so many bands just getting screwed real hard. Mm-hmm. Oh man, just yeah. to get a label. Yeah. That's, you know, so in this, this day and age, you don't need it. It can it can be helpful. You know, like yeah. like we we put out a record on Inner Strength, and it was very helpful. You yeah. know, um, but it was a it's that's still kind of a DIY type of label, and it's a one on one thing, and yep. we had tons of freedom to do whatever. And he was like, I like what you're doing. I will help you. You know, yeah. and. In return, you know, we 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 pump his name and and get people turned on to the label and stuff like that. Uh, Inner Strength is a and, solid, you know, small label. I, I, for sure, I, I, they've got a lot of good bands. You yeah, know, signed a lot of good, put out a good, lot of good releases and stuff. And sure, that's, that's Insurgents. Yeah, 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 yeah Insurgents. Yeah, right. yeah, those are our homies. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's if it's the right deal, we'll work with it. But I just I don't know. It's all about money, you yeah. know. At the end of the day, and ain't willing to give it up if I ain't got to. You know, I hate to be like that, but I'm, I'm fucking 30 years old, you know? Like, I'm not out here doing it for nothing anymore. Yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, or, so you said you were 29, you're 30, mm-hmm. I'm 30, you're... I'm, uh, I'll be 27 in August. So we're all old. Okay. Old. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, we're, uh, you can still be old and be on tour. Damn right. And have a job and still play music. And oh, yeah. Either headline legit awesome clubs like Lefties or play in basements in Cincinnati, which are always awesome. Dude, the, yeah, that, <laughs> that, that show was crazy at Cube's so, place the other night. Yeah, that's like, uh, I'll probably talk about that every episode, is that Cincinnati's like the best place to play. Like, everyone knows Cincinnati's awesome. Dude, it's, it always pops off. the scene is so good there. Mm-hmm. Man, that's an, even like Michigan. Michigan for us, the entire state of Michigan is always fucking really? wonderful. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Cool. the shows are just. We just played Detroit like a month ago, and it was really awesome. And Detroit we, is fun yeah. as fuck. Well, Michigan loves you. They show out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they do. Cool. Yeah, that's rad. Um, we're playing uh, Michigan Metal Fest uh, in August with Hate oh. Breed and Chelsea Green and stuff up there. Nice. So, is that, a, that announced? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I didn't um, see that. Uh, it got announced. Well, the, the original, the first lineup got announced a couple months back, but they just announced, like, the final headliners and Hatebreed and all that, like, oh, okay. two weeks ago. Dope. So, yeah, it hasn't been That's out wild. long. That's super cool. So, yeah. But I'm, I'm going to go and accredit all of your success being DIY and everything to the fact that you guys really are nice guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just go right back around and say that, yeah, I've heard you're nice guys, and now I know that you're going to be famous because you're nice guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because, if that works, I'm cool with it. Because... because Dicks don't get famous. No, that's not true. But still, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that so, southern hospitality. Yeah. But uh, let's go inside and catch catch this first band. And thank you guys very much oh, for yeah, sitting. Thank this you. has uh, been hardcore on tour. Stories from the van, episode two. Make sure that you like, follow, subscribe, share, tweet, retweet, send me letters. I don't know whatever options you have. Uh, whenever this gets online, and let me know who you want me to talk to. Maybe you want me to talk to you. Maybe you want me to talk to Filth again. Let me know. So, uh, thanks, guys.